We go to the KRDO Newsline right now where we're joined by ABC News correspondent Steve Robertson. And, and Steve, uh, right now, it, this is looking like a big wide open field in the GOP. But as far as the Democratic side for the next presidential race, uh, it, it seems like from the State of the Union that uh, President Biden is making the case that he deserves a second term. Well, uh, I think that's absolutely right. And there's no challenger has emerged to Joe Biden. Uh, is there a lot of unhappiness? Is there a lot of wariness under the surface in Democratic ranks? Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, around the State of the Union, there were all these polls showed only 37% of Americans had confidence in Biden's handling of the economy. About only about a third of Americans said he had accomplished a lot as president. Those are dismal numbers. And uh, so, uh, but at the same time, you know, there's no real alternative to Biden. And um, he has done two things that he can always point to. One is that he's been able to unify a Democratic Party, which often is very fractious and split between sort of centrist and liberal wings. And he has beaten Donald Trump once. So, um, uh, you know, they're kind of holding their breath. Uh, and and getting behind Biden, you know, they they know he's one fall off his bicycle from disaster, um, and his age is is a major problem. Now, I thought his State of the Union address was fairly vigorous. Uh, this was not a feeble Joe Biden. This was not a confused Joe Biden, which is we get sometimes in his public appearances. He he brought his A game, um, and he did something very interesting in my view. He really picked up some of the themes that Donald Trump has used effectively in the past. When he talked about creating jobs for forgotten Americans, for people who feel invisible, that was that those that line of argument was central to Donald Trump's success in 2016, particularly in the industrial heartland. They've been so ravaged by the loss of manufacturing jobs and the opioid crisis. And he also was really advancing kind of an economic nationalism. He kept saying, you know, these jobs here in America, uh, we want to buy American, we want to build American, we want to use materials made in America to, uh, when we spend all that infrastructure money uh, fixing roads and bridges and tunnels. And that too was very much uh, kind of had a Trumpian cast to it. So um, this emerging um, message from Joe Biden it's kind of inclusive. It's talked about bipartisanship. And there were echoes of Donald Trump 2016 as I heard them. Mm, interesting. And then you you think of the, you know, the traditional Democratic Union support and and, and the maybe the failure, some might say, of unions to protect those jobs of the invisible Americans that he was uh, talking about, the manufacturing. But let's talk on the on the Republican side. Uh, you had uh, Governor Huckabee Sanders, who uh, delivered uh, what some might say a, a pretty spirited response to that State of the Union. Well, you know, um, it was there was this tremendous co- uh, contrast, right? There was Joe Biden congratulating Speaker Kevin McCarthy, the new Republican Speaker, congratulating Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader in the Senate, who now has served longer than any Senate leader. And there were the Republicans in the in the on the floor of the House jeering uh, Biden, talking, screaming out, "You're a liar! You're a fraud!" And you had Sarah Huckabee Sanders saying, "Joe Biden's a failure." It was a very different tone. Um, Although, and, and, and the other contrast, of course, that uh, Sanders uh, represented was simply her age. 
At 40 years old, she's the youngest governor in America and exactly half of Joe Biden's age. And do you think that was an accident that Republicans picked her to emphasize the disparity in age? Absolutely not. Uh, This was done very deliberately. But the other thing that I thought was quite interesting, in addition to her kind of, you know, she was much more uh, exclusive. Biden was inclusive, reaching out to Republicans. She was exclusive. She was uh, following the Trumpian idea of you energize the base, you handle the, the cultural uh, uh, issues. She was deep into uh, issues like parental rights and the teaching of gender and race in schools. But the other thing that was really striking about her speech, uh, right at the end, talking about a new generation of Republicans taking over leadership. Now, if you're Donald Trump and sitting there and you hear those words, you can't be happy because she, I thought indirectly, she was clearly saying, that the party needed to move beyond Donald Trump. And and, uh, bottom line here, what you heard from Sanders was Trumpism without Trump. What you heard was a lot of the same ideas he has been successful at at, at, uh, uh, pronouncing, but Trumpism without the baggage, without the craziness, without the history, without the grievances, without the political failures that have pulled him down and pulled the Republicans down. And that was the bottom line here. They're not deviating from Trump when it comes to policy, but they want a younger, fresher, less um, uh, burdened uh, candidate to lead them in the next time around. Mm, Interesting. Well, I wish we had more time to talk to you, but one thing, Steve, I wanted to say, because I keep seeing, you know, our our State of the Union's kind of changing into this sort of theater. And I wonder, do people uh, in in American democracy think that we're trying to imitate what goes on in the House of Parliament? Because that's what it felt like, (laughs) the jeering and the insulting. You know, this was quite unusual. Um, You know, 14 years ago, one lone Republican, Joe Wilson of South Carolina, yelled, you lie, at Barack Obama. And that was a stunning breach of decorum. Uh, And in fact, he later apologized and was reprimanded by the Congress for his outburst. And here you had repeated outbursts. And that's just a sign of how our politics have changed. They've become uh, much more angry, much more partisan, much more um, performative. I mean, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, all she wanted to do was attract attention to herself. All she wanted to do was get on television. All she wanted to do was keep the red lights of the cameras on. And that's pure Trumpism. That's been at the heart of Donald Trump's success as a political figure. Keep the red light of the camera on. Um, And that's a very different way of thinking about politics. And um, uh, you saw that very much on display during the Mm. State of the Union. Mission accomplished, I guess. All right, Steve Roberts, ABC News political analyst. Thank you. My pleasure.